opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody. Welcome once again to Sports Roundtable. I am Bob Branco. This is episode 296, dated Monday, July 10th, 2023. Before we continue... Let me introduce the sports spelunkers that we have so far. We have Peter Alchil. Good morning from sunny, or good afternoon. Good morning. Good afternoon from uh, sunny Columbia, Missouri. It's only 92 degrees, so I guess we should be fortunate. Compared to what it's like in the Southwest, Peter, you are fortunate. Absolutely right. Reverend Michael Garrett, welcome back. Thanks, Bob, and welcome to a 100-degree Missouri City, Texas. There you go. Luther King. Good afternoon from a, well, hot box, Nashville, Tennessee, and here comes Don now. Speak of the devil. All right. We'll give Don a couple of seconds. Don, are you with us yet? So we can say hello to you. I know you're in New Jersey. You probably got to do the dreaded got it and unmute before he pops in. Okay. Well, we'll say hi to Don. There we go. Hi, Don. Welcome. Boy, this new link is a bear to deal with, but here I am. (laughs) Welcome, Don. Yeah. Okay. So before we continue, let me thank those people who make it possible for Sports Roundtable to be made available. Raymond Gay, our producer. Tom and from Rosie's Place chat line our media outlets, and, of course, Jacqueline Sylvia from JS Web Solutions, who archives our shows on my website. Just go to www.brancoevents.com, click on Sports Roundtable Podcasts, and then you can see most of our archives. Hey, Pete. Merci, Jackie. Uh, <laughs> she'll yeah. say Dirien, which means you're welcome in French. <laughs> I also want to take this opportunity to thank Chanel for being our host for this particular program today. Chanel, thank you for taking the time to be with us. You're welcome. Thank you. I do want to open up the show briefly before we get to our participants. There are a couple of topics on the table. One of them I am just making fun of at this moment. I'll I'll get to that in a second. I want to acknowledge I want to acknowledge that this week is All Star Week in Major League and Minor League Baseball, and I wish all the All Stars the best of luck. From what I understand, Arizona Diamondbacks pitcher Zach Godlieb will start for the National League, and Garrett Cole will start for the New York Yankees. And one other thing I'd like to pose to the group. Yes. I like where the MLB draft this year is placed. It's almost felt too perfect. No NCAA baseball right in the middle of it. Or if a player's getting drafted, they don't have to worry about, oh, am I, am I going to go? It was perfect. Everything was already completed. The draft continued today. And started last night. And there was some history made last night at the MLB draft. Yes, there was. Absolutely. And a young man from Princeton got drafted earlier today. A guy named Scott Bandura taken to the Giants. What was the history? Uh, The history was two guys from LSU. Paul Skeens and Dylan Cruz. 
one and two, bang, bang. And that's never happened with teammates in the draft era. It's beautiful. Skeens was an awesome pitcher, and obviously Dylan Cruz was quite a hitter. Who drafted them? Skeens went to the Pirates, and and Cruz went to the Nationals. Okay. I wonder if any of his home runs were called Cruz missiles. John Sterling would call them that. He might. (laughs) You know how much he likes to use puns when he calls home runs. Yes, he does. Although I used them at other times when things were slower. I didn't use them with with, with home runs. And I also want to talk about this new development in the NBA, which really, I don't know whether to laugh or scream. You mean to tell me that Adam Silva, our esteemed NBA commissioner, wants to disrupt the regular season? Right, which is too long already. For, for a little while, just to have another tournament? I think it's meaningless. Yeah, it's not. It's a meaningless tournament. Why do you want another tournament? What are you proving in exactly. December? Money, 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 money. Yeah, money. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's right. But, but what, what is the end game, though? What is there the is end none. game? There, yeah, I, it's money. I mean, as, as Pete, as you money. said, what was it yesterday? Money. Yes. But what are you honoring the champion of this tournament? What are you going to honor him? Because it's all going to go out in the wash at the end of the season when there's a real champion. Well, I'm guessing this up, tournament they'll come, up, they'll come up with a gimmick. There, there's got to be a gimmick. But, but, but my fear is we're seeing so many injuries, and you're subjecting these guys to to injury after injury, and once they get back to their team – then the team will be less effective. And Keep I would hate to see them do that. Keep well, the mind. teams, We've already they're going to remain with their teams. We've already got summer league going on right now. And then once we get past that, it's preseason basketball with the vets and the draft picks. Then you're going to have an 82-game schedule plus this tournament through December the 9th. You're going to have most of these guys playing over 100 games. Before now is you the tournament even get to the playoffs? Is the tournament a week long? From what I heard, it's a Tuesday, Tuesdays and Fridays. For how long? Until December the two 9th. At home, two at home and two away. Well, yeah, it's group. So it's a two week period. It's group play from like whenever it starts through like December the 9th for the championship. And it starts this year? Yes. I I had the email because I, I I think either you sent it out or somebody sent it out yesterday. I sent well, I sent a copy this morning. I, somebody sent me the article about this. Yeah, I, I got it. I mean, I can, I can probably pull it up and yeah. this will and, either extend the season or you're going. Oh, it, it's of, it's it's going to extend the season. A lot of condensation. You're going on. you're you're if you if you get all the way through, you're probably going to play over twenty games in this tournament or whatever with group play, knockout stage, championship. If you somehow get there, you're playing a lot. You're playing a lot of games between now and the playoffs. I want to hear his explanation. I maybe it is money, but I want to hear his explanation. I would love his explanation. Well, he's but not going to say money. He'll never. Hold say on a minute, money. guys. Let me shut this off. Sorry. So he'll never say money. But I thought I would bring that out uh, to to talk about. There are other subjects too, but I think right now what I'll do is I'm going to have Chanel tell me if anybody has their hands raised and they can chime not in on currently. all kind of discussions. 
Not currently. Well, let, let us know when people do raise their hand. So we I can, will. Yeah, feel free to interrupt us, Chanel. Okay, I'll fine. do that. We, we are happy to take interruption. So, so the reason this tournament is allegedly taking place, and I still don't understand this, is we all know that the basketball season is too long, right? There, it's an 82-game schedule. And what they're trying to do, I think, is to make the season, this tournament, more relevant by – Putting cutting the season in half, or I mean, the explanation makes no sense to me either. But you know, it is something to do with the fact that they're trying to increase the interest of the regular season. Well, the only way to increase the regular season interest is, you know, what to shorten. No, to shorten the season. Well, how are you going to shorten the season? Because guess what? Because check this out. I I agree with what you're saying, but here's the problem: money owners. Want their money, and if the owners feel like they're getting screwed out, they cash. Guess what? They could give two dams about shortening the season because you know the ownerships of all these conglomerates that own these teams are going to be asking the same question if we shorten the season, what's in it for us? How are we going to make that money back with the season games that are gone? That's the question. You go up on ticket prices. You go up on ticket prices, and you charge the the television. Uh, and contract. concessions like they're already not high, high like they're not already high already. <laughs> exactly. like, come on, yo, you're you're basically telling the regular, you're basically telling the lower cl- the you know lower class and middle class that hey, sorry, you can't come, you can't come see this game. You have to pay over a thousand dollars. Like you're already not paying that already. But at the end yeah. of this tournament, when there's a champion declared, okay, in December, on the 9th of December. Which is right in the middle of after championship weekend and the committee makes their final rulings on who's going to the CFB. Right, I mean, right well, in there. What kind of an honor is this team going to have on December 9th when it's all said and done? They go back to their season. They play the rest of their season. Then they have the real playoffs. I so thought when- I... Thought I, I or something with this tournament where they go to the winner automatic playoff spot. Automatic play. Oh, okay. So if the Detroit oh, Pistons that, that's are hot. now now I now again I could be wrong. I know, but, but that, that, that was something that I, I've heard. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, this but whole but it's like but the but the thing is like the bet the best if you're like Detroit Pistons or whatever, you're probably gonna get a five, six, seven, or eight. Probably have to play that stupid if, if you or get a stuck 16, in or a fifteen. Or or my personal favorite, you're stuck in that stupid playing game. We had to play either a seven, ten, or an eight, nine. If you lose a seven, ten, you had to play the eight, nine just to get in. So basically, what? So what does this tournament prove? Nothing. Well, no. Could the, my understanding of where the tournament works is uh, there? What there? There are four groups. How many? How many? How there's many, five. There's five six groups, groups of five. Six, six groups, groups of five, and they draw the five from the so, west so, to the east. Right, 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 right. So the, there are six groups. So the winner of each, the winner of the each, winner group, and, wild card. and then and then there are three wild card teams. So that makes it eight, and then you know, and then they they do it. And one then they go not, then they go knockout round, and knockout then, round, which is fine. But Bob's question is still legit. It's still it's so, still so it's still the, it's still the elephant in the room. Well, I mean, the, well, the, here here's one other thought that I have, and and nobody will probably agree with this, and and but. But it could be a way because it happens so early in the season, and and the preseason is short. Remember, they mm-hmm. they shorten the preseason. 
Well, remember, it's still like way. what? Go, go, ahead, go ahead, Michael. Go ahead, Michael. It, it, it could it could be a way to let the players get round themselves into shape. Well, I mean, a, I mean, I mean, I haven't thought know? about it. I mean, sort of like the World Baseball Classic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you but, mean that utter disaster where almost everybody got hurt in that thing? But 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 here's the punch. I mean, the, the idea is that they're trying to make the regular season more relevant. You know, that's the idea. The problem is, and so I made this point already. It's it starts in November. In November and ends in December. October. No, no, the, because oh, well, the, the season starts. Oh, no, no. The, 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 the regular the season starts Halloween Day. Right, but but but, but the, the tournament part, starts. I have to look it up, but I know it's early. No, it's late. It's around Thanksgiving. So what's what else yeah. is going on about Thanksgiving? Well, let's see. We have the football. Well, I guess the baseball is over. You got you got well, you got, but, well baseball. Baseball is in free agency. You got the winter meetings at some point. But you do have college football, right? Yep. College, college football. football. The, and as with you games said, of importance. Right, games of importance. And then you have pro football. Yeah. It, it, it's the timing. I mean, if they're you're, gonna, you're, I mean, look, either way, the NBA is gonna lose until Christmas. I mean, even even if you want to have this gimmicky tournament, you're not gonna really start winning anything until Christmas. Cause that's basically the NBA's day. Unless the NFL is going to do what they're going to do this year and have a game on Black Friday and then a couple of games and then two or three games on Christmas. So basically, the NFL is going to basically the NFL is going to try to win the whole calendar. And they might just do it. Well, and, and the NFL always rules the universe. I mean, we, we well, of course. I mean, yeah. think about it. They're going to have a thanks, they're going to have things three Thanksgiving Day games. They're going to have the first Black Friday game. And then they're going to have a couple two or three games on Christmas this year, I think. I, Michael Garrett, I think Mike has the best explanation of all. That it's, I would agree. It, it's essentially a preseason. It, it's, it's, it's the second round of the preseason without actually having to do the cuts. And, and here is another question. How many players are they going to allow by roster? Are they, are they going to be able to, you know, call a, call a guy up from the P-Squad? Or from their, you know, their minor league team or G League Unite team that they that, may that, own that they can that's bring up for this issue. tournament? No pun intended. That's a minor issue. Well, I know it's a minor issue, but think about it. If you have yeah. a guy hurt heading into this tournament, well, you yeah. had to at least get some time to call somebody up. Of course, if they're hurt, absolutely. That that that's the thing they've taken it before they start this thing. Like you know, how are they gonna figure out, and how much time are they gonna be allotted for that to actually happen? And what and the other thing that's going on during this during this season is the college basketball season. Exactly. You know, the so season uh, in November and all these tournaments that go on in college basketball, you know, oh the, man, Puerto the, Rico the, and Bahamas, the Maui, the Maui, the Maui oh, tur- all things. those things are around that. I mean, that, I mean, it, 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 I mean that's <laughs> well, all, all we can say is we'll we, we can make fun we'll of all see. this when this takes place because uh, it is going to happen, it's, it's happening in this year. Oh, and uh, by the end, and, and picks one, two, and four, three of the first four picks in the draft come back to that. Or from the SEC, by the way. What the Skeen, Skeen, No, for the MLB. Skeens went to Washington. Cruz went to the. Uh, no, Cruz went to the Nats. Skeens to Pittsburgh, Pirates. and pick number four was Wyatt Langford, and I forgot what team picked him up. I think Texas did. I think, and then Detroit picked up a high school kid, who I have no idea. About. And it's interesting. That if you're in high school, 
I mean, you can go to the minor leagues and not have to worry about it. But at the but at the NHL level with the draft, if a team says you you know you need to go back to your club to improve, they still get to keep the they still keep the kids' draft rates, which to me is interesting. And I think I think that's the only I think that's either that and maybe basketball. Well, well, I think some of you may remember what happened in the 70s with Larry Bird. When the Celtics drafted Larry Bird in 77, he didn't play till 79. They just had his rights. Exactly. And hockey, I think, is the only other sport that does that. I don't don't think. Now, I think MLB holds your draft rights, but if you were playing in another, if you have another sport, like Kyler Murray, for example, if he one day decides, oh, I want to go play, you know, with the team that drafted me, who could be in Las Vegas at some point, then what do you do with the NFL team? Well, I get, getting back to this tournament, I mean, we'll be interesting to see how this plays out. But oh, it'll it, definitely it, be interesting. It, it's it, going it, to be comical. It, it is a money maker. It's a it's a money maker. I, I mean, like, if, like if, every... if the championship is in Vegas. Come on, well, talk about yeah. money. I mean, think talk about, about money. It. I, I was talking to somebody yesterday. And I'm like, in the next little bit. I would not be surprised if Seattle got their NBA team back and Vegas gets a team. I would not be. I mean, they're they're putting they're putting summer league in Vegas. They're going to put this tournament in Vegas. This is all setting up for a team coming to Vegas. Two expansion teams or two teams moving. Two expansions. I'm not saying a team leaves, but I, I think I think you're getting close to that point of having two more expansion teams, and it'll be like the it'll be like hockey. They can they play team the other three teams can keep their players unprotected, and those teams can actually grow faster, and pick, you know and you know speed up their process. Look at the Vegas Golden Knights in a six year period, made the cup in their first year, won it this past year. Because back so then the, rule, the rules know, were a lot different back then. Do, do we know if there are any? Uh... NBA teams who are having financial distress at this point. Mm, I we don't have, hear much about I, that. I, we don't hear much about that. But I know the Arizona Coyotes could be moving somewhere at some point, either next year or you know the year after that. But, but yeah, that's they because, they, because they don't they, they don't have a home. Oakland A's want to move eventually. Well, that, well yeah, they're but, a mess. They are. I, I I heard something along the A's where it's like of uh, the Philadelphia Phillies owner and one other former owner. Is going to be on this board of some kind to see if the Oakland A's are viable to move, if they have the financial capital to move. 25 and 67. <laughs> about, 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 about as worse as the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, well, Kansas City's not that far behind. They're like 26 and 65, something like that. Well, yeah. at, least, at least my team has 38 wins, but we're still pretty bad. They, but they were, not as bad as. They yeah. were tied Saturday. They until 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 Saturday. until Kansas City won that game Sunday. Kansas City won yesterday. <laughs> otherwise, that would have been. Otherwise, would have here. Minnesota's fallen to second place. Well, they're they're, they're, they're they're yeah. And how weird is this? The Dodgers are back in first two after winning on Saturday and being the Angels and Dodgers the first two teams to go to the All Star break because they only played like a two game mini series on Friday and Saturday. So they got right, the because extra they're day. a home and home situation. Did you, did you guys Atlanta. see the? Did you see the starting lineup for the All Star games? Oh American yeah, I, I, see, I saw the National League. 
American Bones League. Bones. Five five members of the Rangers are in the starting lineup. And I, I think yeah, and, I think five or six of the Dodgers and Braves and Braves too. And I mean, when you're good, guess what? Can the victors go? But, to but that's the question, though, Luther. Is it that they're that good, or is it a team thing? I well, mean, we I hope a whole I lot of guys of, who are either really injured, like the Yankees guys, or they're kind of pretending to be injured to get out of the All-Star game. That's been going on for, for a while. several decades. It's really sad what has happened to the All-Star game. I wonder who's and, pretending. And we, you know, I talked quite a bit about that on my podcast when I did a history of, you know, the All-Star game. And anybody remember why the All-Star game came into being? We can have a 30 second trivia question anybody right. All right. go ahead da, I, da, 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 I have no i mean i i've heard da, it but da, i don't da, know da, okay it was it was it was begun in chicago when uh, the journalist arch ward cooked up the idea to raise money for needy ball players of which even then there were many there were ball players going broke left, right, and center, and it was the middle of the Depression, and they got thousands of people at Comiskey Park for the first game, something in the neighborhood of 45,000, and it wasn't too long till that game was over, and they said, well, we're going to do this every year, and really, uh, into the 70s, it was still a darn good game. But when did it, but the question is, when did it change? And you're like, when when did you guys feel like it changed? To what the All Star Game changed into what people not taking it seriously, trying exactly. to get out of it, that kind it, of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, Gary Templeton was partly to blame because he cooked up the expression: "If I ain't starting, I ain't departing." And <laughs> Mickey Mantle was no better. He he admitted That's he went evil. in he went in there. Loaded, he took three straight, you know, boom, 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 strike three, and he just didn't even hang around to hang with the all stars. So it just it started going bad with him late in his career, and it just only got worse. We had that debacle in 2002. Oh, don't get me started on that. They ran out of pitching, you can't have that. And now now they've taken steps to prevent that happening. Although that was the second tie. It wasn't the first tie in All-Star history. The first one was a tie that was because of uh, it rained after nine innings. And then they did not pick it up and play the next day. (laughs) Well, here's my question, Don. Maybe there should be more of a significance to the All-Star game. They took a poll in Boston yesterday during the Red Sox game. Should the All-Star game determine home field advantage a majority no, two-thirds you... two-thirds of the majority said no yeah and exactly. when ready, we do have a raised hand oh good oh, it is herbie allen herbie, herbie what's up herbie. all right so i thought so with the all-star game i'm just curious because i don't think you guys really touched on this do you like the new format they've been doing like the last couple few years where it's been more relaxed or do you prefer the more traditional way where it really was strictly national league versus American league? And well, it's still national league versus it, it yeah. still is, but they've kind of relaxed like the stakes for it now. Well, well, remember, that's, remember, well, remember that's what, what we're it? talking about. That yeah. nobody, 
nobody the cares. Nobody I'd like cares. a new format. I'd like USA against the world. Oh, and I would love that. That would be a that'd be a heck of a Man, game. Now that that's kind of like what they did with BBC. But remember, they they made it into a tournament stuff. In the All Star game, we only have two days. It's going to be kind of hard to do that. But USA versus the world in a in a you know one game. Yeah, I think if you put a brain trust together, I don't know if baseball has one of those, <laughs> but if you could find one, Bob Costas, Al Michaels, you know, get some of these guys who know baseball. Peter oh, Goldenbach, so. if he's still around. Peter Gammons, if he's still Gammons, around. Ken Rosenthal. Kirchin, um, the guy from... from Tim, uh, oh, love me some Tim Kirchin. Get these guys together. And and they you they'd figure out how to do USA against the world and, and make and, it work. And, and former players, them too. Yeah, why not? I mean, one of the, there, there, there's cause, enough there. Could you, you guys? Can make- well, 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 guys, you know, you know, the problem for me with that, uh, Don and and Luther and and guys, is that is that it, it appears to me that most of the superstars are are not U.S. guys. Yeah, you're. You're right on that. Who's, so, whose yes. fault is that? Whose fault is that? That's <laughs> nope. our, us not that's working. Our, no. yeah. That's our fault. That's us not working hard enough. I don't know if that's the issue. The issue is baseball is just not as important here as it is the world. You know, hey, Petey, we, don't, we, we have this conversation all the time. Sure. You know, no. uh, the young people in baseball you know, you just don't mix very well in this country. I mean, think about think about what we talked about. What was it last week and maybe the week before that when we had casting on? We talked about how bad the coverage is. Hardly no there's a darn about baseball. I mean, last night was the first time I heard anybody on ESPN radio with their billboard about the home run derby or the all-star game. Come on now. It's true. I and, mean, and that's he, like the and, first and, time I heard and, it. And, and even today, uh, 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 you know, during the, during their morning show, most yeah. of them are talking about, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, the NFL and who's going. You know who who's who needs to do what and 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 the NBA who's yeah. going to sign what. I mean that's the topic. Basically, Those are the topics. It's, it's totally off off. Even even though they're broadcasting the All Star game and why aren't they talking about, for example, it's mid season? Okay, you know who 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 has the best chance to win the World Series? Well, I, th- I think Fox is doing the TV side. I think it, yeah. But 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 you, you get you get the point. Yeah, uh, I get the point. Yeah. You get the point. That baseball just well, Peter, is not, it's not Peter, topic. <laughs> Peter, to your que- to your question, you know the reason why baseball is is not as meaningful is because it starts with little league. You know, you know, it, baseball used to be a pickup. You used to go down to the park. Yep. You you get a bunch of guys together and you play baseball. And you play now, and you play it until it, it got dark. Right. It's super organized, even in the little leagues. Speaking of Little League, the Little League World Series is coming up next month, August 16th through the 26th. Yep. That's a, that's a 10 day event. That's a worldwide event. Yeah. It is a worldwide yep. event. Yeah. Michael, you're right. But but now, but they, they're pitching games now, but they're, but they're basketball. It's not, it's not baseball anymore. Exactly. Yeah, a lot, exactly. of, a lot exactly. of AAU. Exactly. Not, not just AAU. If, if you, I mean, you know, if you sort of wander around, uh, especially the cities, but even like Columbia. You know, uh, you, you you find a court, you hear balls bouncing on the court. That yeah, what was it? La- yeah. La- what was it last weekend? Weekend before last, they had like a nice little celebrity high school, little celebrity like basketball event with a whole lot of youngins up there. The Gentry Center about a couple of weekends ago. 
And I'm like, basketball, no matter what part of the year it is, basketball is going to find a way to infiltrate sports somehow, even though the other summer sports are in full swing. Well, if, if we, we have a we have a gym here called the Fundy Rec Center. Mm-hmm. Guys go in there, and they play pickup games all day long. Sure you know, so they can hone their skills, and yep. it, it's easy. It doesn't cost anything. Whereas baseball, you know, you got you got to parents have to shell out for equipment, shoes, feet, all kinds Oof. of stuff. You know, it's super organized. And and that's why I think the the general interest is is not there. Of course, yeah. It, it really it really is a uh, it's sad. It's, it's 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 an amazing thing to watch because you know uh, Kestcher, our guest Kestcher was saying yeah a couple weeks you know, ago was 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 saying you know it's 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 a regional sport. Well, part of the reason it's a regional sport uh, is it, well, I think it's more an intergenerational thing more than than a, than a regional thing. But but leaving that aside. You know, ESPN, the ES, the sports talk shows, the, the national sports talk shows talk incessantly about, you know, uh, NFL football, first place, NBA basketball. Who, who's in second place, who's going to be in first place, who, who who will be in first place in 2028? Like what moves can be made for said team to get them over the hump? And we're not, we haven't even started the hoop season yet. Uh, yeah, that's right. And, and it's, it's, it's like, and the same thing with football. Like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to make the Jets better. Who's going to make the Jets better? I mean, I'm, I'm right now. I'm not even thinking about football. I mean, yeah, preseason starts next month, but that's still weeks away. But the point is, why aren't they talking about the the mid the you know it's the midpoint the of the midsummer midpoint. classic? No, why aren't they talking about the midpoint of the baseball season? Why aren't they talking about the fact that the Braves are the you know right now the best teams? Braves and Rays and Dodgers are the best are probably the best three teams in baseball. Well, well the Rays are I the Rays are, 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 are on the skids. Yeah, they, they've, but, they've lost six out of seven. They and, they won they won the finale yes on Sunday to get to the All Star break, and they're still leading comfortably by about three games over the Orioles. That's Watch like remember, the Orioles. Remember what it was? Uh, you know, two weeks ago it's like it 10. was like ten. You know, so I well, we we all wondered how how the Rays were gonna the Rays were gonna survive the season, and they might not. I mean, Baltimore is, I mean, is, is look, a good team. The Yankees can still do something. The Red Sox can still do something. I mean, the, the AL East. I I didn't know this stat was possible, but they had the best winning percentage out of all the divisions. When your last place team is five games over five hundred and would be in first place in the in any other league, that's incredible. That that tells you how strong that division is. So even the Rays and the Orioles aren't safe. If you really stop and think about it, I mean, somebody's going to finish last in the AL East. But everybody in that division is strong. At least five games over. At least. So, so Don, when is Judge supposed to come back from the Yankees? What are you hearing about that? Don? Don? Mm, God knows. (laughs) I heard he might have off-season surgery no matter what he's back. So you won't be 100%. Right, you got it. That's what they're looking at. Now what, so, what do you what do you think so, so is there a chance to do with the deadline? Because the deadline's August the first. You can you can flush the season right down the can for the Yankees. And they, they finally got and I they, hate to they finally got rid of their hitting coach today. Yeah, well, I saw that. That that's that's nothing. He's he's nothing compared to 
Boone and Cashman, both of whom, you know, have failed miserably. Should have gone, should have gone long, long ago. Okay, who, who, I mean, who, who, would, who would you replace Cashman with? I have absolutely Again, no. I mean, we, we, we always come back to this. It's like, we want such and such to go. But you got to think about this. If such and such goes. How about who, that guy Click, whatever his name is? Who, who are you going to put in that position? It's that a good question. Be. It's it's not the plum job that it used to be. That's for sure. Because they, they haven't been, you know, in the World Series for 15 years. You know, and George is dead and neither of his sons is worth anything. And by the way, it's it, it's it's gotten harder. It's gotten harder to get back to the fall classic. And the teams you normally expect to see there, it's gotten harder. And it's going to get even harder. And, you know, while I'm always going to be a Yankee fan, I've been watching the Cincinnati Reds. And oh, just, that Cruz kid. Oh, oh, man, oh. you got to love six, him. Six, five, unbelievable. About 6'5", 240, 5'2", player, sick with the glove. It's like crazy speed. And he stole second, <laughs> and third, stole and, and home. And home. Yeah. And he's, you, as you say, he's a gorilla, but still he can run. I don't know how six, that's five, even possible. Well, nowadays in this freak. day and age, it's crazy. When you when you have freak athletes that can do what a Cruz does, Dela Cruz, it's Ellie Dela Cruz. Yeah, Ellie Dela Cruz does get his, get his name because you're going to be if he doesn't oh, get uh, hurt. If, if, if that's, he, that, that's the key, if he doesn't he's, get he's hurt, he's a rookie, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. And eight years uh, ago, I'll, there was a you. young man named Byron Buxton, yep. and he was doing the same, same stuff that thing Ellie before he got hurt. Ellie yeah, exactly. Curves. If Ellie stays healthy, if you'll that, be carving out a that, that's for much, him in Cooperstown. That's pretty much the key for every young athlete that comes to baseball or whatever sport. The yeah, staying can healthy. You, can you stay healthy yeah. long enough to put up numbers? Look at Mike Trout again. Eight weeks out. Right, I he's mean, injured. These, I, these I, guys get. It's amazing how these guys get hurt. I mean, what was it? Shohei Otani leads the American League with what thirty-one homers. Yep. And so he I, and he's the right now he's the Jack Caglione of baseball because he pitches and hits. Exactly. Come on, I think he does both at the same time better well, yeah. than anybody else has. He he. I mean, what when, when was when was the last player you can remember? That was like this. There ain't many. Well, yeah. you can argue Babe Ruth, I guess, to a well, point. No, I'm, I'm talking about like today's day and age. Like oh, nobody. nobody, nobody. And we have another raised hand. Malcolm All right, Cole. who do we have? Oh, Malcolm, Malcolm in the middle. How about it, Malcolm? Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi. What's up? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, you brought up Otani, and I just have to tell you, he went <laughs> all for ten against the Padres this last three-game series. He's entitled. Oh, he's entitled. He's still batting like, what, 370-something or whatever with a ridiculous number of home runs and a ridiculous number of RBIs? He can go over 10. So another thing is, what do you think about sports being physique, uh, uh, more able to be to your physique? Somebody like, say a guy is 5'5", he's not going to be a basketball player. He's not oh, going no. to be a football player. His only sport's probably going to be baseball. So 
think about it. Maybe parents look at their kids and say, well, you know, you're not going to be a Wilt Chamberlain, so forget basketball. You're not big enough to be a football player, so let's put you in baseball. Or hockey. I think a lot of the – Or hockey. No. You, you well, can't hockey too expensive. Five, five hockey player, yeah. Well, yeah. But, but, but you, you, you know, you can't be a – I'm not aware – I mean, is anybody aware of any uh, hockey players who are under 5'9", NHL players? <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. I, 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 I can't think I, of I, I don't remember, but again, if the so-called kid puts in the effort to do it, and that and that's the big question. If you, well, put, them, like, if you put them in baseball. baseball guy like Dela Cruz, I bet six, he could have gone to the NFL and been a good wide receiver. Probably, probably but he put, he, put in, he put in the effort and time to do baseball. And right. He's, and right now, he's doing a pretty doggone good job at 6'5", oh, yeah. 40. Does anybody know oh, where, yeah. he, where he's originally from? I don't is, remember is, off the top of my is he, head. Is he a U.S. citizen or is he from, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, Costa, uh, Costa Rica, uh, San Domingo or someplace like that? I, I, don't I, remember. I, read, I read the article, but I can't remember. What I, can't, I can't remember either. I, I heard it, but I don't remember exactly from where. But boy, wherever he came from, special. So I, mean, Mal- I, know, I, the, I know he's on the NL Central Reds, but doggone. Well, the Reds are in first place, I think, last time. Uh, by a game. And how, how fitting is it that they're going to play Milwaukee again right out of the All-Star break? So we're going to know a lot about the Reds and the Brewers right off the bat. Mm. It's, only a, it's only a one-game lead in the NL Central for the Reds. And they play each other the three-game series right off the All-Star break. Michael Garrett, what are you hearing yeah. about Texas and Houston? They, Texas seems to be playing playing pretty well in Houston. And they're, they're only two yeah. out. Well, the Astros are only two out. But Houston uh, keeps getting hurt. Astro, Altuve's out Astro, again. Yeah, that was going to Texas say. is hitting the skids. Yeah, we're trying to get uh, Brantley back. We're trying to get Altuve back and and uh, Alvarez. Alvarez uh, is 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 going to start swinging the bat. He may do a two game stint in the minors uh, fairly soon. With so with what? Corpus Christi. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Come back pretty soon. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, Altuve is like ten days out, uh, and we're not sure about Brantley. What do, what do, you, do you do? You do you think? Speaking of them, do you, do you think they make a move for a another, maybe a front line starter, a guy that I can get need, you about six they or need seven? A front line seven. starter and and another another arm in the bullpen, but I don't know if that's in the offing yet. Uh, I mean, do you, is is Presley, is Presley going to be the closer moving? Is he? I mean, I, I know he's the closer now, but at what do you, do you start getting a guy that can be developed into that right now? Well, you wanted you you wanted Stanek to to be yeah. your closer. quote well uh, set up quote auxiliary closer, but. You know, I was I was kind of disappointed in Dusty the other week because in that Dodgers mm. series because he he Stanek and he walked three batters and Dusty didn't take him out and they lost that was the game they lost on a balk. Oh, oh, that's oh right. I, forgot, oh, I forgot about that game. I forgot about uh, that. One. Yeah. Very rare. Yeah, but 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 
but the bullpen has been overworked. You know, and I, you know, take that with a grain of salt. I don't think that. I don't think there's a lot of bullpens that have been overworked. We talked about this for a long time about the arms and the overworked and all that kind of good stuff. But well, when you take starters out too early, that's what's going to happen. Look at what Detroit did the other day. Did they really need three pitchers to pitch a no hitter? No. Against Toronto, of all teams. Against whoever. It was Toronto on Saturday. Toronto is is a good hitting team, but well, there. I mean, I I, I don't think I've ever seen Toronto just get like blank like that. It, they well, have. It's rare. I, 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 you know, I, I, I just wonder. I mean, the season is so long, and you know, Texas is playing pretty well, but I think Houston's is supposed to overtake them. Well, same uh, same thing with Arizona. Same thing. They're with they're, they're behind with Baltimore. Yep. Same thing with Baltimore. Take over first place. Yeah, yeah. Arizona, Arizona, well, and the Dodgers are tied right now. Yeah, but Arizona, but LA by percentage points first. The thing about the Rangers is, is they are such a good hitting team, and they tried to bolster their pitching staff. And by know, the way, uh, last both. week. So and by the way, so they're Bochy. they're planning to they're planning to compete. And by the way, so, Bochi. Oh, don't give up on Bochi. <laughs> yeah, who's Bochi? Yeah. And even the Padres are playing a little better. I mean, they took two out of three from the Mets, who, of course, are not known for their points. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Padres are in yeah. place. Don't go that far. Don't go that no, far. I, yes. I, I, I won't go that far. But, you know, we're still, you know, almost half, half the season. They, and, they and had their three. They had their $300 million pitcher that they just re-signed, Musgrove, out there last night. Um, and he hit three batters three of them and then martinez comes in he hits them so you had four hit batsmen in one game that's that's outrageous in my opinion i don't see how a pitcher can be that wild that he can hit three batters it happens in college baseball once in a while but this isn't college baseball right i mean yeah um, yeah, I'm talking about pros where you pay a guy 300 no, million dollars yeah, yeah i know what you're talking about yeah and i yeah. think they won the game anyway Exactly. I don't think they won that one in spite of all that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's sad because one of my brothers-in-law is a big Mets fan. It's tough to, to deal with him when they're struggling the way they are. Oh, yeah, the Mets are really sad. I mean, talk about a, a waste of, 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 of payroll. They, they are just, they're just really sad. I thought for a while they seemed to be, you know, picking up, you know, winning a few games, but, you know, then they lose two or three to San Diego. Um, I, I, you know, it's, it's, and, and the Cardinals aren't doing very well either, but the Cardinals are traditionally a second half team. So maybe they'll get, get hot. And I haven't given up on the Yankees. I mean, I know that they're not playing well, but especially if judge comes back, because we all know what the records are with judge playing versus when he's not playing, it's extraordinarily different. And so if they can get judge back reasonably healthy, they, I think they have a shot of making the playoffs anyway, they may not win the division. But the way Tampa Bay's playing, you know, uh, you really can't you really can't knock really can't root, uh, you know knock them out, uh, count them out is what I'm trying to say. Don, this 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 raises a question for me. I've, I've been wanting to ask you for a while, having to do with Aaron Boone. I mean, you and I, and I think all everybody on this panel have been telling, you know, have been saying he needs to go. Yet, who do you replace? And the players seem to like him. We were talking about this whole issue of Aaron Boone going. I sent you all an article about. Aaron going out and, uh, you know, and and yelling at the umpires, you know, and the, and the players love that stuff. 
and that enhances his relation to the team. And I don't know who who you pick instead of him. You know, I mean, you know, every year he's just good enough that he uh, stays on for another year. I don't know who they replace him with. And that's a good question. And it used to be, you know, anybody would want the Yankee job, but it just isn't the same job that it was because they're not getting the talent. And what talent they do get turns out to be damaged goods like Carlos Rodon was. And now Nestor Cortez is on the injured list until August. So it's just, it's really, really difficult. And as badly as he does, I don't know who would replace Boone if they did finally, you know, get rid of him. I mean, you know, I mean, we say every year, Don, I know you and I talk about this all the time. Get rid of Boone. He's terrible. But I don't, but in, in retrospect, I, in thinking about it, he's not, a. I mean, he isn't a great manager. I'm not saying he's the best manager in baseball, but their managers are far worse than he is. Well, seven years of mediocrity isn't what the Yankee fans want. That's true, but but seven years of them being over five hundred, making the playoffs most years, right? Uh, you know, I, uh, you know, they they got knocked out in the first or second round, which for Yankees fans is inexcusable. For people like me, I'm delighted, but you know, I'm not a Yankees fan. Uh, I I I don't know. I, I, he's just good enough to keep. Is sort of the way I look at it. Maybe, maybe I'll you know maybe tomorrow my opinion will change again. But Could be. he keeps finding ways to save his job. Yeah, he does. He, so. he really does. You know, he really does. The person who needs to go is Sterling. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. he's he's had problems for a lot of years. I but know. He just doesn't want to let it go. And Problem seeing. Right. That all that all put my warrant to is his, his eyesight is killing him. And I've got some other ideas that some other things might not be right can't prove it but well, the he, guy, doesn't, he doesn't sound excited he doesn't sound it, he sounds cliche to me he just he would already be in cooperstown if he called it a career when michael k left and went to television yeah I think that's, that's right. when he should have hung it up and he would be in cooperstown with he'd be a no doubter in cooperstown now, absolutely. Yeah. Now, I don't know if he'll ever get to Cooperstown, and it's sad because he, he deserves it. If you ever hear him in those Michael K years from '92 or '93, whenever Michael started with him, to the end of '01 when they blew that World Series out in Arizona, you know, John Sterling was as good a broadcaster as there was in that time frame. But I remember John Sterling. Maybe you do too, Tom. Before he was baseball, he did uh, uh, basketball and hockey. Yes, and, and the Braves. And the, did and them the too. But he, you know, he did the, uh, the the old the old New York Nets back in the seventies, and he did the New York Islanders. Sure did. Uh, and he was great. And he, he had the, he the, the, the he, he, every time they scored, I wonder goal. Their goal I wonder goal. Their goal. Yeah, I mean, he was really good. Yeah, you but, know, uh, he's, he's sort of become this sort of parody of himself it's really really i can't listen to him i mean i literally can't listen to him if i hear his voice i go elsewhere yeah i'm it, with it, you unfortunately yeah it's, it's <laughs> really really sad what i can't listen to is the toronto broadcast because on the road they still can't travel so they either simulcast their tv broadcast or they have their radio guy ben wagner looking into a mic uh, no they, a they had they had ben wagner 
at the stadium to do the games. They don't have him traveling at all. Oh, they do where, have them at least where, at the home games. Yeah, okay, no, well. they, on the on the road games, they have it set up where he's in his radio booth at the Rogers Center, and they send him a feedback to the monitor. Yeah, he's looking into the camera. What a joke! No, 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 no camera. They, they it's just a straight monitor, and he just calls the game like he normally does. Yeah, which is a, which is a little crap, if you ask me. Same thing with the Angels and yada yada yada. I'm like. I've never understood that. I mean, we're at 2023. Almost everybody else is back traveling. Almost well, are you saying the, Canada. the Angels don't travel? The Angels, when they did the Yankee series, they didn't travel. I missed that. I didn't they, know say that. They, they were in their 830 KLAA studio. Wow. During the games. Wow. The games. That's oh, amazing. Why, why aren't the Blue Jays? Is there a... <laughs> Does Canada forbid people from traveling to the U.S. because of I, I don't know because I you know because I I don't remember why but only it's a joke only like it was a, it's another monstrosity. What what's a joke is they're letting fans travel all over the country, players travel all over the country, so or and into the other country. So why can't announcers? Exactly. Well, it, it's it's only it's only like mixed messages cause, again because like. The Blue Jays are the only ones that don't travel with their radio team, but everybody else is traveling. Oh, but the team can do it, but not yeah. the announcers. That's what I mean. Which to I, me doesn't I, make any sense. I, I, unless, unless, unless it's a money thing, you know, they don't want it. They, they don't want the, uh, well, you, well, the if, broadcasters if, to travel. But you know, it's such a minimal expense compared if to that, if that's I don't know, the case, uh, you can do what you can do what the LA Kings just did. Because I read this not too long ago. They are now going to have Nick Nixon and Daryl Evans do both sides. Radio and they're, they're going to have them be the main broadcast team longer split up radio and TV. Which to me doesn't which I've never liked anyway. But the Predators had to do that at the inaugural for the first few seasons. And they split up the radio and TV coverage. But now the LA Kings are joining the Buffalo Sabres and Dallas Stars. As the only teams to have radio TV with the same broadcasting. So uh, I I want to give props to the Houston uh, uh, Astro uh, and Michael. I don't know if you if you're aware of this, but I I love listening to Houston Astro games for a number of reasons. But one of the reasons, and I'm a music nerd, their bumper music between uh, innings is wonderful. I mean, they play they play everything from like 50s music to hip hop to everything else in between. They, they even play some it, country music coming back in too. It, it's great. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. It's really really good. Uh, you know, compared to any other team which, you know, you'll hear the same tired old stuff. You know, it's, uh, well, I mean, the the the, Car- the Cardinals do the Cardinals come back in with different music too. But that's not as good as the it's not as good well, as the True, answer. but I mean, I, I I'm trying to think. The Guardians don't the Guardians don't come back with music at all. They just come right back to the game. I, I don't know. I just, I just, I, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm beginning to l- listen to baseball now more because everything else is is over with. And I, I find myself drawn to Houston Astro games in part because they're beginning to become more relevant. They're beginning to win games. You know, uh, they played Texas recently. I was listening to some of that. And I just, I, you know, I'm sort of drawn into Houston in part because uh, I love what they do be- in between innings, you know, uh, you know. And I and I like I like the football play boys Robert Ford. And he's like yeah, he, he's good too. And I I mean he, he's 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 like one of my few favorites that I enjoy. 
And, you know, just before we went on the air, the Cleveland Guards, who should have hung on to their old name, they drafted outfielder Tommy Hawk from from Wake Forest. Can you imagine <laughs> some, some parent somewhere named their little boy hey, Tommy, Tommy Hawk? Hawk. Exactly. They, yeah, they should have kept they, the name Indians. Tommy the, Hawk. Or the Braves should have drafted the guy. So if he does make the bigs, Tommy they could do that. Shot. Tommy Hawk. Batting, yeah, Tommy exactly. Hawk. There you go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hope he makes it, you know? I'm, I, I, so do I. We joke about his name, but darn, I'd like to see that kid make it. I, who, I'd like to see who, a lot of these guys. Who drafted? Would, here's a question. Who drafted Caglion? Because I didn't hear. His I don't. Name I don't think round. he was eligible this year. I think really? he's next next year. Oh, he might. He might be next year. You might, you're right. You're right. You're right. I do right. believe he's next year. Yeah, I think you're. And right. he's he can pretty much write his own ticket if he plays like he did this year. Yeah, except for the fact when he kind of got blew up in the College World Series in Game Three against LSU, we only couldn't get him out of the second. Luther, That's tell me. us what you were telling me prior to the show. This thing you heard from Colin Coward about. Oh yeah, because. This kind of dovetail because <clears throat> I was asking you about, oh, you know, the the trade with Grant Williams. So I was listening to Colin Cowherd from Fox Sports Radio, and he brought up a scenario when he said he was talking to Brad Stevens, where he ran into him, and he said, "Don't be surprised if the Celtics make a seismic move." And his scenario is Jalen Brown, Christoph Porzingis to the Bucks, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And I'm like, how would that work money for money? And I'm like, why would you want to make that move now? Brown would want the Supermax deal. They'd be paying out <laughs> more money with Brown than they did with Giannis. Not to mention Porzingis is $36 million. And Tatum? Well, if you go, no, I'm saying if Brown and Porzingis go to Milwaukee, they're going to be paying a lot more money to players than what they're playing now. Paying, oh, now. Sure. you know, I, with all due respect to Cowherd, uh, and he's not the only one who does this. There, there's all these talks about these 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 blockbuster trades that have no no uh, uh, basis in truth. I mean that that trade just strikes me as preposterous. Why would the Celtics want, you know, Giannis uh, if they're going to get rid of Brown and Persing? I mean, the whole thing makes and, sense. And, 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 look, and, look at what, and look at what Damian Lillard's dealing with right now. I, I sent you guys the thing about, like, on Friday about Rob Parker basically calling Damian Lillard a hypocrite. Where only has one team in mind to go to. Miami, right? And yeah. that's the heat. And I'm thinking, you're basically hamstringing the organization. Because you're basically telling them, hey, I don't want to go to any other place except for Miami with Jimmy Butler and Bam out of Bio. And basically, they were there, from what I'm hearing, there's like a few options they could trade, like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and a few others. Well, they already got rid of Struess and Vincent. Well, yeah, with free agency. Where's Kyle Lowry? Is he coming back? I heard, I heard his name somewhere, but I forgot him during that 72 marathon because I mean, they were coming in hot and heavy about like such and such getting such and such your deal and whatever. I think Larry's still with the Heat, though, isn't he? I don't remember, but I, I, think, I, thought, I think he is. I think he's still there. I haven't heard um, that he was a free agent. I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think he's still there. I haven't. Um, the last I heard, he was still there. But if if the, if this if this game deal goes down, then they got to make then they got to make some moves. 
Well, I, I, you're right. If he does, you know, uh, and uh, and that's a big if. Grant Williams be, went to Dallas. Yeah, which was interesting. what is what is Dallas thinking about? I don't understand <laughs> Dallas at all. I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't I, either. I don't. But, I don't get it. I don't. I mean, I thought. I thought that that owner was 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 a smarter guy than that. But Mark Cuban. Mark, look, Mark, Mark Cuban. Cuban. Mark Cuban is probably one of the. We have one minute, guys. Emotional owners that does a lot of knee jerk stuff that I can never remember. I mean, anybody who who decided to hold on to Kyrie Irving is beyond me. Oh. I, I just you know. And, I, I, I I'm stunned by that too. Don't get me wrong. He's 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 desperate for another championship. Well, at, at the rate he's going, Cuban or Kyrie? Like Cuban. Uh, Cuban. Both, actually. I suspect. Well, Kyrie got one in 2016 when they could, when they should have lost to Golden State. When David Stern, God rest his soul, suspended Draymond Green for hitting LeBron in the nuts. Oh, that, was, that, was, that was the right call. But, uh, maybe it was. Maybe. It was the right call. I don't I'm know, sorry. but just like. I mean, and, and I don't like. I, like I, you know, I was rooting for the for the Warriors. I, look, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not. I've never been a LeBron. I'm sorry, I never have been. But it's like, why do we always have to seem to baby this guy? I don't understand. We are out that. of time, John. Out of time. We'll pick yep. it up next week. Thank you very, very much for a great program. Thank you, Chanel, for being our host for today, and thank you to our participants. Great show, guys. Thank you, Al. Thank you. Go safe with God's blessings, everybody. Have a happy week. See you.